Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome to the Jenna Ellis Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. As a constitutional law attorney, Jenna Ellis believes in the rule of law and the importance of integrity in our elections. And she's ready to tackle the big cultural and legal issues facing America. This is the Jenna Ellis Show. Here is your host, Jenna Ellis. With inflation, the banking world collapse, and everything that Joe Biden is doing not to protect America, you need to make sure to secure your financial health, especially in retirement. And hey, if you're a millennial like me, that actually is sooner than you think. You need to start now, even if you are a millennial or a Gen Zer, to make sure that your financial health is actually healthy when we get to retirement. And Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in gold and silver online in real time. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped right to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar, and this puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A truly diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This brand new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with just a few clicks. Visit LegacyPM.com to get started. You can download the free investor's guide, and you can also call Legacy PM Investments to talk to a portfolio expert to get expert answers to customize your personal portfolio. So visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. Tell them that Jenna sent you. Welcome back, and it is now time to get sassy with Massey, which of course refers to the infamous hashtag sassy with Massey from one of my absolutely favorite people in the United States Congress. That would be Congressman Thomas Massey, who is a stalwart conservative and uh, just really excellent in terms of always focusing on the U.S. Constitution and conservative principles, regardless of who gets upset about it. So, uh, Congressman Massey, thanks so much for joining this morning. And uh, I want to ask you, first of all, about the congressional spending bill. We have seen that Speaker Johnson uh, has basically said this was the best deal that we possibly could have made with the slim um, majority in the House. Do you agree with that analysis? Um, Well, I have an update, I believe. I do not agree with the analysis. we, the best deal we could make was the deal we made this summer. It was called the Fiscal Responsibility Act. And in exchange for raising the debt limit, we got Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer to sign into law 
that you know Schumer voted for and Biden signed it into law, a bill which capped spending at below Nancy Pelosi's levels last year. Now, if and if we also got in that bill this last summer a provision, some of it call it the Massey plan after me because I insisted on this, a provision that says if we keep doing CRs instead of spending bills, if we just do the cut copy paste spending bill called a continuing resolution, that there will be an automatic 1% cut. Now, I couldn't believe it, but Joe Biden agreed to that also this summer. So those are signed into law. Those aren't some secret side deals or, or gentlemen's agreements. What they're what Schumer and Biden are trying to say now is they had some kind of side deal with McCarthy. The problem with that is McCarthy is no longer the speaker. I'm sorry if you uh, think you had a wink and a nod to spend more money than what we agreed to when we raised the debt limit. That deal is off when that speaker leaves. So um, that's what they you know, they went to Mike Johnson and they said, you know, we'll we'll shut down the government that. Biden and Schumer are ready to shut down the government if we try to keep them to the deal that they signed into law this summer. So what I would say, Jenna, is that we need to stick to the deal that we signed into law this summer. Some of us – I was very reluctant to do this, but some of us said, my goodness, this, this, this is the first spending cut that we have seen signed into law since we've been in Congress, and I've been here 10 years. And so even though we hate raising the debt limit, even though we've never voted for a debt limit, this is the first time we've ever got anything on a debt limit. So we voted for that. So if we go for higher levels of spending, I would call that a bait and switch, not on Mike Johnson's part, but on Schumer and Biden's part. And I think Mike Johnson's got to reject it and tell them, nope, we're going with what's in law, not with what you say was some kind of secret deal. And that makes a lot of sense. And I think, uh, Congressman Massey, that a lot of Republicans are very quick to uh, blame the speaker. And there are even calls to vacate the chair uh, yet again, which in my view, it's like, look at how long it took uh, to get a replacement for McCarthy. And who do they expect uh, to be any better and maybe to focus on the problems that the Democrats are pushing instead of always just being uh, concerned about the leadership. And so over Overall, um, what has your view of Mike Johnson's tenure been? Um, I know him personally. I think he's a, 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 a very sincere uh, Christian. He is a, a conservative. And so do you think that some of these uh, pushbacks against him are fair? He's a he, you characterized him very well. He's a Christian man. He's an honest man. He is a principled man. And he's been thrown into a situation with a uh, hand that he's been dealt um, that's very tough to play. Uh, He's had to staff up the speaker's office. You know, some of these people come into the speakership having been a committee chairman. They've already got 30 or 40 people working for him. They just move them in. He went from, you know, uh, vice chairman of the conference or something where you get like one employee uh, other than your congressional office into the speaker's office. And so I I think – he deserves a fair shake here. The honeymoon period, I thought, between between the folks who ousted Kevin and, um, you know, the, I thought they would give Mike Johnson a honeymoon period of a month or two. It lasted about three days. But with that said, there are some difficult decisions to make here. And um, I'm not blaming Mike Johnson, but 
you know, we've got to tell Schumer and and Biden, no, you guys made a deal. We're not breaking the deal. Now, if Mike Johnson could get some really great policy change that America needs, for instance, enforcing our border, okay, that might be worth opening the deal back up from this summer that was signed into law. But um, that's not what's on the table. So what happened this week, Jenna, actually just yesterday, uh, there were, I don't know, maybe a dozen, maybe uh, or 15, actually. It was 15 people voted against a procedural motion on the floor of the House. And so they stopped all forward motion of any of the bills. We were doing some Congressional Review Act bills that would repeal Biden administration policies, you know, these executive order type administrative rules that are promoted without Congress's intervention. Well, we had a few bills to repeal those, and um, they got stopped yesterday by some of my friends. So, you know, conservatives said, time out. Um, It's not about these bills that you're trying to pass today, because most of them would have passed easily with Republican votes. It's about we need to talk about this spending deal and how Schumer and and Biden are pushing back. What what I think conservatives, though, owe to Mike Johnson now is if you're going to if you're going to stop all forward progress of anything um, to get his attention, which is what happened yesterday. um, And if you're going to object to his negotiations with Schumer and Biden, you have to tell Mike Johnson what you will vote for. Because we have a majority that's just only a couple of votes. And if somebody is out sick, so for instance, Steve Scalise uh, is out sick, we've got a majority of one. So if if three people have a burr in their saddle and say, I'm not going to vote for a continuing resolution that automatically cuts the government 1%, well, then we don't have a deal on our side. We can't even get them to hold to existing law. So there's, I think right now, what has to happen is Speaker Johnson needs to hear from conservatives, uh, the ones who stopped forward progress yesterday, that here is what we would vote for. And it's got to be in the realm of possibility. It's got to be something that would pass in the Senate. And I'm speaking with Congressman Thomas Massey from the great state of Kentucky. And uh, I want to transition into the uh, kind of Trump versus DeSantis debate. And actually speaking of the the one seat majority in Congress, uh, you have endorsed Governor DeSantis and to uh, the dismay of some of your colleagues. And uh, and and you also I think my favorite line was that you have Trump antibodies because, you know, this really hasn't hurt you at all in terms of um, your favorite favorability with constituents, with overall conservatives. Um, but in terms so I, I want you to, to explain to our audience why you chose Governor DeSantis, but also speaking of that one seat majority, um, how this top ticket uh, person that we select as conservatives would impact down ticket uh, ballot races like increasing the Republican majority. Because I think that that's a really big issue that people really aren't talking about with 2024. Well, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. First of all, let me tell you how I got the antibodies. Um, <laughs> during the CARES Act, remember when, when the coronavirus first hit, uh, they wanted to pass a bill to spend $2 trillion. It's called the CARES Act. Remember, there were $1,200 checks in there. I call that the cheese in the trap. The mice never figure out why the cheese is free, but there were $1,200 checks in a bill that spent $2 trillion, and I did the math, 
and I multiplied $1,200 times all the families or workers in the United States, and it ended up being less than 10% of that bill. And I said, wait, where's the rest of the money going? Well, it was basically to prop up Wall Street and the banks. Now, some would argue that they needed propped up, but if you didn't shut down our economy, you wouldn't need to do that. And so I objected to the CARES Act. I forced every member of Congress to come back to Washington, D.C., because they were going to pass it by unanimous consent. Unanimous consent means nobody is here, but if somebody does show up and object, then they got to bring everybody back. Well, that made the president unhappy. He wanted to spend $2 trillion, even though some of that $2 trillion went to fund the mail-in election of 2020. And so uh, he was very mad at me for that, said I should have been thrown out of the party for simply asking for a recorded vote. And um, – you know, called me a third-rate grandstander, all that. Of course, my primary opponent tried to use that to get me thrown out of my seat, and I got 81% of the vote in Kentucky in that primary shortly thereafter. So that's when I developed the antibodies. Now, the next cycle, 2022, Trump did endorse me. Um, but the reason I'm backing Ron DeSantis, he served in six years for six years in Congress, and he and I were good friends. We agree 85% of the time, which is about as much as you can hope for with any other human being to agree with them 85% of the time. But the 15% where I disagreed with him on his votes in Congress, he's so principled, I could know exactly how he was going to vote without talking to him because he didn't you know, blow around in the breeze. And um, you know, then he, when he went and became governor of Florida, he would call me up occasionally. And the one call that I got was during – uh, the CARES Act, shortly after the CARES Act, while the every the world was panicking and shutting everything down, Governor DeSantis called me and he said, listen, I, yeah, I, know, I see that you're the most hated man in Washington, D.C. He said, I'm pretty hated down here in Florida because I'm doing the same thing. I am going against the grain. I know popular opinion uh, says that we should shut our economy down. He said, but I'm not shutting my economy down. I'm not shutting my schools down. The kids need to learn. I'm keeping the beaches open. And people can hate me for it, he said, and a lot of them do, he said, but in two years, I think people will realize this is the right thing. And I thought, my goodness, a politician that thinks two years in advance, a lot of my colleagues can't think past lunchtime. And so um, that's, you know, that's when Governor DeSantis earned my support. Now, what does it mean down ballot? Um, it means a lot. Look, there are people, I understand, who will crawl through broken glass to vote for Donald Trump in the general election. And I appreciate that. There's a lot of dedicated people. But there are a lot of Democrats who will also crawl through broken glass to vote against Trump. Now, when they look down ballot, I think the Democrats are a little bit better about sticking together. They're just going to vote against every Republican on the ticket. And then some of those uh, Republicans and independents who are supporting Trump are not going to go down the ticket. They, you know, they're mad at Congress. They, they hate us, which that's fine. But um, and Trump's not encouraging them to go down the ticket. And frankly, his coattails are non-existent for Congress. We saw this in the last um, election that we had, the midterm election. There's supposed to be this giant red wave. Well, there was a red wave in Florida, but because of Ron DeSantis's leadership, he brought people into office. If, if not for Ron DeSantis' coattails in Florida, we might not have the majority right now in Congress. But there were supposed to be, you know, Trump had endorsed many candidates across the country 
and they weren't swept into office. A lot of them lost. And so that's why we have the thin majority. I'm afraid we lose even more if Trump's at the top of the ticket. It's a it's a very secondary reason to back Ron DeSantis. It, and I'm backing Ron DeSantis for other reasons, not because I'm worried about the majority in Congress. But it's a fact of life, and people should keep it in the back of their mind when they do select their candidate. Do you want us to be in the majority? Because if we lose the majority because Trump's at the top of the ticket and through some miracle he wins, uh, then he's going to get impeached like every month by these Democrats. They're rabid. Yeah, really well said. Congressman uh, Thomas Massey, I think that was the best response to a compound question I've ever had from a guest, uh, just very eloquently laid out. And in just the last two minutes or so I have with you this morning, and thank you so much for joining. Uh, You've been on the ground in Iowa. You've been campaigning with Governor DeSantis. What is your projection in terms of how that will go, and do you trust the polls? Well, I do not trust the polls. Based on my experience on the ground, I can tell you Nikki Haley does not have the support that Ron DeSantis has. I've seen I've seen polls that show there even in Iowa. That's a joke. I mean, look at the events. I would I've been to almost a dozen events now with I mean, large events, town hall type events with Ron DeSantis. And in spontaneous town halls. We had a stop where we were supposed to stop at a coffee shop and just shake hands with maybe 20 or 30 people. 200 people showed up when we stopped the bus. We're like, we can't shake hands with 200. We got to do a town hall here. We had no microphones. We had no stage, no backdrop. And we did like the old-fashioned town halls. That was exciting to me because these people weren't called up and told, you know, come out, there's a town hall going on. They just showed up for Ron DeSantis. And I think, you know, we got some bad weather coming. Uh, I'm going to be in Iowa this weekend to experience minus 20, I guess, for the first time in my life. Um, But I'm excited to do it, and Ron DeSantis supporters are excited to do it. I think he's going to do great. The people who are behind Ron DeSantis are locked in and dedicated. I think he's going to exceed every poll expectation that's out there. Just because when people agree that they're going to vote for Ron DeSantis, they really commit to it. Well, good luck. Stay safe. And uh, we will see what happens on Monday. And Congressman Thomas Massey, thank you so much for your time and for your dedication to truly serve the American people and uphold conservative values. Our AFR family continues to pray for you. And thank you for all that you do. My friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best night's sleep of your life. He didn't stop at the pillow. Mike also created the Giza Dream bed sheets. I have them. I love them. These sheets look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our overall health. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's latest deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets marketing prices down as low as $29.98, depending on the size. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Jenna, J-E-N-N-A. There, you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow kitchen towel sets, and so much more. I have all of this. I love it. Everything from MyPillow and also MyStore.com. You can use promo code Jenna. So go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code Jenna, and also MyStore.com. And remember, use the promo code Jenna.